John DePietro. We are at the Rhode Island State House. We are here for the uh, live rally in Motorcade right now. Um, it's a little, uh, as you can imagine, tough. It just started to drizzle just a little bit. It's 11.51, and we are going to have some speakers and a full presentation uh, coming up at noon. So right now you have plenty of time. Uh, we had to move in the portico a little bit. Those on Facebook Live, it was just not... Uh, to be, but you have some people that are gathering right now, and then uh, others that will uh, be making their way. And this is for a motor coach rally around the Rhode Island State House. If you are coming, uh, the best thing to do you can listen either AM 1380 or also 99.9 FM uh, to the John DePietro show. So, right now, by the way, there's plenty of parking around the State House, and um, let's bring up. I know we have uh, some different people that are here that we're going to be talking to and i want you to meet some of the speakers uh that we're going to um have and uh give them a chance to uh talk a little bit in their own words so we are ready for our uh, next guest you can hear some people that are gathering um in the background and there are people both outside and then people that are going to be riding inside so if we could have former senator uh, frank marr we uh, want to hear from him a little bit one of the speakers that's going to be Speaking here, folks, and uh, we'll be able to do the interview and also practice social distancing. Frankie can have a seat uh, right. No, no, no. Right. Right there. Just let's stay with the six feet. This mic is very strong. It's fine. And uh, and, and Frank, uh, first of all, it's good to see you, Mike. Good morning, John. How are you? Very good. Good. So uh, first of all, talk a little bit about one of the reasons you're involved with the rally. Well, I got called uh, a couple of weeks. I got called a couple of weeks ago by uh, by Mark Smiley asking me if I would be interested in getting involved today. Um, I work for a small business here in in, uh, in the state who has uh, suffered quite a bit with regards to the cutbacks and restrictions and executive orders that have been put in place by the governor. And I thought it was appropriate to come up here and speak my piece about a number of different issues. One of them, personal responsibility. I think that everybody is uh, responsible and mature enough in the state that they can decide whether or not they have to do certain precautions to protect themselves and protect others without being told that they have to do, 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 do so by the government. That, that's first and foremost. Second of all, um, I, I certainly understand and I give credit to the state and federal government for the decisions that they made early on with regards to some of the... Uh, some of the uh, issues that they had to deal with and some of the restrictions that they had to put upon people. But I think we're beyond that now. You know, I, I think it's time that we need to reopen the economy, put people back to work. Nobody even knows what this is going to end up costing the citizens of the United States of America or cost the citizens and the taxpayers of the state of Rhode Island. Um, and, and with that, not knowing what the fiscal cost is going to be, I think it's going to be very difficult to be able to move forward with the services that the state and the local municipalities have to have to give their taxpayers and support the uh, residents with. Frank, one thing, and again, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Now, if you're coming down to be part of the motorcade, you can either listen 99.9 FM or AM 1380. I circled the State House. Both come in crystal clear. With me is my good friend, and it's so good to see him, even if it's under these circumstances. He is uh, former State Senator Frank Marr. And one thing, uh, Frank, that we've noticed is how each state has their own rules. For instance, you know, the, the, the leaders are making mistakes. Governor Mundo. Uh, you look back now, there was no reason, excuse me, Governor Baker, there was no reason to close the golf courses in Massachusetts. Rhode Island was open. Uh, Rhode Island is still just no more than five people are supposed to be gathering. And it, it just doesn't make any sense. You have, you know, Walmart, as people have said, are packed, and yet you can't have mass where people spread out in the pews. Uh, you know, I agree with that. And, and how is it that we can allow people into Home Depot? We can allow people into big box stores. But we can't allow people to, to, to worship on Sunday in church? I mean, that makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. I think it's, I think it's condescending and I think it's insulting. Along with, along with Governor Baker in Massachusetts saying that people can't get together on golf courses, as far as I know, when I golf, social distancing always goes on. <laughs> Early on, it was told that opening season for uh, fishing was going to be suspended. Think of that. I, I don't know of anybody yeah. that fishes closer than six feet close to anybody else, right? So I just have to wonder what these decisions were really thought through as to what the impact was going to be on individuals before they were made. 
And Frank, let's be honest. I mean, the Rhode Island economy, anyone that's operated a business, just because you open your door, it doesn't mean people are going to come in, let alone now people have been scared out of their wits. They've been closed now for how many weeks? But the governor just thinks it's going to be like a light switch and everyone just floods back. I, I don't know. It's, it's frightening how many businesses are saying this business model, I, I just don't think I can survive in this climate. My point is, I think it's going to be much worse than they realize. I, you know, I agree, John. And the other thing is, is that I think the majority of constituents and residents in Rhode Island are very confused by this phase-in program. All right. Supposedly, all these people were going to start showing up this weekend. They were going to start going out. Nobody knew what was open. Nobody knew what was closed. I went out this weekend expecting places to be open. They weren't open. So what precautions do we have to take? I mean, granted, the governor has a press conference, and I think she does the best that she can. But at the same point, there's too much confusion going on. I mean, you can't expect everybody to tune in at the press conference every day or to read the Providence Journal every day. You've got to have something else more than that. You've got to have some type of public service announcements. You've got to have something out there that tells the citizens what they can expect and what they can do. Because right now, pretty much everybody's just confused about what they can do and what they can't do. Well, folks, you can hear in the background, people are starting to circle the state house. Again, if you're listening right now, you can come down. And what you're going to do is we have people, you're going to be circling the state house. This is your chance. And, you know, it's an interesting, Frank. This is the only way citizens can voice their displeasure because, let's face it, the General Assembly is not in session. The governor is the only one with power right now in the state. The only way someone can say, I disapprove of what's going on, is come down to the state house. Right now, we're starting to hear the cars and the horns. And, folks, you can hear how it's starting to go both ways that people are upset with what's going on yeah i i'm, I'm hoping that there's going to be a large turnout today uh, hopefully the weather's going to hold off i know we had a little bit of expected rain but that isn't going to prevent people from coming out here in their car and beeping and having some type of verbal expression with regards to their dissatisfaction they want life back to normal we cannot cancel the summer we have to reopen the state we have to get back to business we have to let people start to enjoy their lives again and not only that, Frank, the, the repercussions, you know, Governor Raimondo is saying, uh, well, I never closed the hotels, but you were stopping people from coming in. They had to quarantine for 14 days. You were stopping New York cars. People from Rhode Island going to go, go and stay in a, in a Rhode Island hotel. In essence, they did shut down the hotels. And for this summer, do you agree with me? There's no reason to be canceling the weddings at all these events way into August. And we don't know what the situation's going to be. You're right. I mean, I had a good friend of mine who I got invited to his wedding. That's at the beginning of October. He doesn't know whether or not it's he's gonna it's gonna be able to have it or not. He had considered having the ceremony outside, but he doesn't know whether he's gonna have to adhere to social distancing or not. Um, and and the whole idea now that all this evidence is coming out saying that. The virus doesn't live very long when it's outside, does not live very long when it's exposed to sunlight. But at the same point, we're going we're gonna to tell people that they can't go to the beach, they can't be outside, they can't go to parks. Now, I know that, the, that some of those restrictions have been recent, recently lifted, but, you know, I mean, and, and then we've got municipal leaders that are telling residents that if they see somebody else in public and they don't have a mask on, they have to mask shame them, not knowing what their situation is. They may have a medical reason as to why they can't wear a mask. It's ridiculous, John. It is. Folks, he, you're going to hear him coming up because uh, we're going to start. We're going to start the uh, program. Frank Marr, I'm going to make my way over to the podium. And, uh, folks, again, it's John DePietro. Let's thank you, Frank. We're going to go over and uh, get things started, folks. We'll uh, get it again. It's John DePietro. Right now, it's 12 o'clock. You're listening to uh, WNRI with Socket AM 1380, 99.9 you can uh, start to hear some of the uh, the people, and um, we're going to start. Mark Smiley, I believe we're going to start the rally. So um, if you'd allow me to make make my way over, and no, that's all right. I'll I'll do all the folks. Let's listen. This is uh, Mark Smiley at the mic. It's good to hear everybody out there. Let them hear it. For many Rhode Islanders, the COVID-19 emergency has translated into a long vacation. Although we haven't been free to go anywhere we want, we have been able to catch up on our TV shows, spend time with our immediate family, catch up on household projects, as well as yard work. Money has continued to roll in. In some cases, people are making more money 
than when they were working. It really hasn't been a time of worry. We hear every day about the statistics. This many new cases of COVID-19, this many have died. What we haven't heard much about is what is happening to our business community and the jobs that our business community brings to the ocean state. The lockdown comes at a price and it's time we start looking at what that is. Unemployment in Rhode Island was 3.4% in January and February of this year. It rose to 4.6 in March, which is a big jump. However, April has not been reported, but Rhode Island's unemployment was very similar to the national unemployment in those three months. So it's not difficult to think Rhode Island employment would have followed the national rate into April. The national unemployment rate went to went from 4.4% in March to 14.7% in April. That's the largest jump in unemployment in a single month in history. However, it really doesn't tell the whole story. The largest single week for unemployment claims prior to 2020 was in October of 1982 when 650,000 people uh, filed for unemployment. In the week that ended April 9th in 2020, 6.6 million people filed for unemployment. 10 times more than what the previous record was. According to Fortune.com, on April 23rd... Folks, again, this is John DiPietro. This is uh, Mark Smiley at the microphone right now at the Rhode Island State House. That's still not the whole story, though. All businesses are not the same. In fact, it's safe to say that no business is exactly the same, even when there are franchises that seem like they're exactly the same, they're still not. There are many factors that would go into whether a business is built to survive the, uh, the downturn. Some of the factors that at the time of the shutdown include was the business leverage and debt? What are the cash reserves? What are its accounts receivables and payables? How much inventory does it have and is that inventory perishable? What are the fixed costs? Small businesses make up 99% of all companies in the U.S. It is also responsible for about 64% uh, of the employment in this country. Small business is generally the least capable of surviving a shutdown like we are experiencing. If we are the owners of a relatively new business, you are usually heavily in debt and also have put your own savings, many times all of it, into the business to get it started. Losing a business doesn't mean the loss of a job. To these business owners, many times it means losing everything. Your think that when we open Rhode Island again, these businesses will just pick up where they left off. That's not the case. They will simply rehire the employees they laid off. That's also not the case. They won't exist. 50% of the, we've heard that 50% of the restaurants will not survive this. That's very possible. 50%. I've heard estimates between 20 and 50% of all small businesses will be gone permanently. Each day that passes, more businesses are pushed closer to the edge. Each business situation is different. Each day they are forced to be closed or severely hampered could be their last. And it is dependent on the individual situation. What we can be sure of is that every day we are shut down, some of these businesses will, will be pushed past the edge and go out of business. Each day that is not necessary for us to be shut down, we lose businesses that will never come back. Today it's time to start telling those stories, making sure that all Rhode Islanders understand what's going on when it comes to this shutdown. Thank you. All right, folks, that is uh, Mark Smiley. Let's hear it for him. I'm going to come up to the microphone. And uh... All right, good afternoon, Rhode Island. Let's hear it. You are live right now on AM 1380 and 99.9 .9 FM. I'm John DePietro. Let's see those American flags out there. If you're in your car, honk your horn right now to show your displeasure for what's happening in the state. Let's wave those American flags. Folks, right now, we are right outside the Rhode Island State House. It is a light drizzle, but there's plenty of time. You can get in your car. How many people out here would like to see the churches reopen? Yeah. 
How many people still believe in the United States of America and freedom? How many people support President Trump and his efforts? How many people feel Governor Mundo has gone too far? Reopen the state. Bring back your liberty. This is too much. Folks, think how in the restaurants they stopped them from selling mixed drinks. That could have been open. What economy is going to be left? Each state has different rules. In Massachusetts, there's one set of rules. Rhode Island, there's different set of rules. This is supposed to be a democracy, not a, a dictatorship that's going on. Let everyone around the state that is listening hear you right now, all the people here in Rhode Island. Folks, now is the time, if you're listening right now, and again, on 99.9 FM or AM 1380, make your way to the Rhode Island State House. The General Assembly, Speaker Nick Mattiello, they have abandoned their jobs. It is now up to the people to let Governor Armando know this is unacceptable. We need to reopen the state. Help the businesses stay alive. All these phases are not going to work. That's not the way democracy works. You can't cancel the summer. How many people want people to allow to get married again? Weddings should continue. This summer, how many people want to bring back the music festivals in Rhode Island? We're not idiots. We know how to social distance and wash your hands. How many people agree? Do not stop people and arrest them if they're not wearing a mask. That's not how we do things in the United States of America. Let me hear you. <laughs> Governor Amundo, you need to listen to the people. If you're riding around in your car right now, you can listen either 99.9 FM or also AM 1380. Honk your horn. If you're home right now, you're in your lunch hour. Hop in your car. Our democracy is broken. We need to take the power back. This is our state. This is not even reopen Rhode Island. This is retake Rhode Island. Let me hear you. There's Anthony. 100 people in Walmart, yet 10 at a, at a funeral and churches still closed. We need to reopen those churches. And all the police out here, I know you're with the people. The Warwick police said we will not give out fines for mass. Let's hear it for the Warwick police. The state police are supposed to protect the people. They are not the private stormtroopers for Governor Raimondo. Last time I checked, she is the governor, not the queen of Rhode Island. Let's hear it out there. Wave those flags. Talk those horns if you're listening and keep circling the state house. Today we begin to retake the state. Let me hear you. Retake the state. Retake the state. Retake the state. Give yourselves a round of applause out here. Let's hear those horns of you riding around. Again, tell your friends, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. We are not going to take it any longer. The suffering has gone on long enough. The median age in Rhode Island is 82. They have destroyed our economy because people 100 years old are dying in nursing homes. The nursing homes is on the state, not on you. <coughs> A big part of the spread is illegal aliens. They're giving the illegal aliens 500 a month. Let me hear you, if you agree with me, I say no money for the illegals. This is a perfect time to start the deportations. This is not a sanctuary city. This belongs to the people. Now folks, we have a number of people that want to speak to you. Let's bring them up. He's my friend, former state senator. Let's hear a big round of applause. And again, if you're listening right now, folks, wherever you can hear my voice, get in your car. This is your chance. 
Folks, look at how the cars are starting to battle, are uh, looping around in this motorcade. Look at that. Mark Smiley, excellent job. Mark Sicaria. Folks, look at this. The people are upset. Look at the cars circling. And now let's get the cars going the other way. This is your chance. If you're a small business owner, Republican, Democrat, maybe you've never voted, this is your one opportunity to let people know you don't approve of what's going on. We need to retake the state and reopen the state and take back the power. All right, folks, again, if you right now, you have plenty of time, get in your car if you're listening on the radio, 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Get down here to the Rhode Island State House, and the Governor Mundo press briefing is going to be at Vets. We want the cars honking as the governor is having the Gina show. Instead, people are going to hear the people show today. All right, folks, let's bring him up. He is my friend, former state senator. Frank Marr. Let's bring Frank Marr up. All right, folks, here he comes, Frank Marr. Again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We're at the uh, Rhode Island State House. And um, all right, there we go. Frank is uh, cleaning off the microphone. Folks, people social distancing. If you're listening right now, uh, light drizzle. You can hear all the horns. I want to thank our uh, friend. There's Frank Marr. He's going to get up to the microphone. And um, right now it's 12 minutes past 12. This portion of our program is brought to you by JKL Engineering. Folks, remember, JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime and warm in the wintertime. We're going to go back and forth. I'm going to eavesdrop on uh, Frank's speech, and then we're also going to be... playing things for you as well so i'm going to be talking again if you're right now you can hear my voice please come down to the rhode island state house i also want to encourage uh everyone that is listening on 99.9 fm or am 1380 keep honking your horns as you're circling the state house it is peaceful people are social distancing and um, we do have some people that are outside, and everybody is uh, separate. Let's uh, go in, folks, and listen a little bit to uh, Senator Frank Moore. We know how to wash our hands. We know how to social distance, okay? But besides that, even if you don't have a compromised immune system, what have happened to personal responsibility? People are smart enough in this country and in this state to be able to make decisions the government shouldn't have to tell them what to do. We are citizens of the greatest country on earth. We are a free people who strongly believe in the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. And we are people who can make our own educated decisions about what is right in any particular situation. We're also at a point where municipalities need To have the governor and the legislature working full-time right now, reconvene the General Assembly for special sessions so they may get some much-needed answers to the questions that they have. Without the General Assembly's input on things like state aid and budget referendums, it's almost impossible for towns and municipalities to know how to create their fiscal year for 2021 and their spending plans. Now, I'd like to give credit to the state and federal government for the decisions early on that they made to control the COVID-19 spread. But now is the time to reopen the economy. We're not going to cancel the summer of Ireland. People are completely confused by the phase-in approach. Phase-in, phase one, phase two, wear a mask, not wear a mask. What is open? What is not open? They don't know what they can do and what they can't do. It's ridiculous. Our political leaders, however, need to be thoughtful and guarded as they take up the point position to guide the people through this crisis. Rhode Islanders can recall our great past governor, J. Joseph Garrity, who led us through the blizzard of 78. His leadership and delegation to state agencies, along with his calm demeanor and outlook, set the minds of Rhode Islanders at ease during that difficult time. That's the leadership we need. 
Regrettably, we are not seeing that in our political leaders today. We have a daily press conference by the executive branch of government where the issues and decisions of the prior day are subject to altercation, adjustment, elimination, and sometimes reversal of contradiction. It is not delivered in a manner that instills trust and confidence. Unfortunately, the daily message is delivered in a manner that leaves the citizens feeling they are afoul of executive orders. We also have certain municipal officials in Rhode Island who are taking every opportunity to create their own display and show, stating that mask shaming should commence with residents who witness others who do not comply with wearing a mask, not knowing what their particular circumstances are. While our leaders are living out their lives in a bubble they've created for themselves, they are clearly not thinking of the consequences of their statements before they open their mouths, and the results will be devastating and are devastating. Thank you again for coming out today. Thank you for your patience with me, and keep the faith. God bless America. God bless the state of Rhode Island. All right, folks, there he is, our friend Frank Marr. Let's hear it for our friend Frank Marr. If you're out in the car right now, and folks, we have people put on the radio to AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. And we want everyone in the state to be able to uh, hear this. This is your chance to, um, to let the governor know that you don't approve what's going on. All right, let's hear it for everybody in the cars. Let's hear those horns. Let me hear you if you'd like to have President Trump come to Rhode Island and reopen Rhode Island. All right, folks, now, again, I'm John DePietro. If you are right now, uh, you have plenty of time. If you're listening, we have uh, broadcasting on 99.9 FM. Put that on. If you're circling the State House in your car, you want to um, put on that or AM 1380 and honk your horn. Let's bring him up now. He is a business owner, Steve Delory. Let's hear Steve Delory. <laughs> folks, again, he's uh, making his way to the microphone, businessman. We have different people that are here. Again, it's John DePietro. We're at the State House. It's a little chaotic. It is definitely a little chaotic. But we are uh, here. And. Uh, Large crowd, a lot of people in their cars. And we're going to go back and forth with some of the um, with some of the speakers, and also I want to uh, give you a little play-by-play -play of everything that that is going on. So it's a little bit of an unusual situation with the horn honking and. Um, Everything that is happening right now, it's 12.19 in the afternoon. We'll go back and hear one of the speakers. Folks, it's a little beer with me. It's a little bit of a different type of broadcast just because it is chaotic. And on top of that, then it also started to drizzle rain a little bit. So um, a little bit of inclement weather that is here. But let me go back to this uh, speaker that we have trying to address the people. Again, it's John DePietro. We're at the State House. For outside, outside service. But she needs to go above and beyond that. She, there's, there's 30 something municipalities and cities and towns in this state that have all different rules and regulations. I'm a quarter mile from East Ridge. So she don't make this a blanket uh, order or executive order, then East Ridge restaurants will be able to open up, and I won't. Because Warwick has this set of rules. They all got Warwick's probably the most difficult city to do business in in the state of Rhode Island. I mean, you need a separate permit to sell a toothpick. I mean, it's unbelievable. But she really needs to make this a blanket executive order and continue to do it more rapidly. In the beginning, she had she had a responsibility to the, to the people to keep them safe and keep them healthy. 
But now as we've gone further, it's become more and more about holding out to get more federal money. You know, when she went last week, she spoke about giving the money uh, where she was going to send the money, to the hospitals, to the executives at the hospitals and the nursing homes. How about us? I have a friend in Wallace who's got a, a farm, a flower shop and farm, it's been here 120 years. You're not allowed to go in his greenhouse or touch his plant. But I went by in and home in Walmart the other day, and it's a line outside the, the store. This guy's been here 120 years. It, it, it's, it's unbelievable. So, and you, you wonder, you know, why these big box stores? I actually had a city official in Walmart when I put out my little farmer's market in my parking lot, tell me I, I can't be competing with Stop and Shop. I asked him, what do you got stock in Stop and Shop? You, you know, it, it, it's unbelievable. The, the, the stories that come up with it, they make up their own rules as they go along. She needs to make this a blanket proposal and move quickly. If you're, if, if you're elderly, if you're sick, if you have a precondition uh, injury or something, stay home. I mean, I'm not going to come to your house. I'm not going to get you sick, but I'm going to survive. My employees, most of my employees, thank God I have good employees. They volunteer. I'm selling produce outside. I give away, I've given away over 4,000 4, lunches in the last month and a half to children so their parents don't have to make lunch because they're homeschooling. And they didn't complain about that. So my, my help has been there on a daily basis volunteering, working off tips, waiting for us to reopen. But how long is that going to last? When is she going to let us reopen? Half the country's starting to reopen. You can go to Walmart bathroom, but you can't go to Jamestown Beach. I don't understand. That's probably the most unsafe place in the state of Rhode Island. But you can go there and not close. I don't want to run on. There's a lot of other people who have worse situations than I got. But I mean, I'm going to be forced. I'm 56 years old. I don't want to file bankruptcy. You know, I'm too old to start all over again. So let us reopen. Give us some credit. Being a smart adults. You know, I mean, we know how to handle ourselves. And let's take this state back home. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Excellent. Let's hear it for it, folks. That was fantastic. Again, good afternoon, everyone. Right now, it's John DePietro. We are live on 99.9 FM and AM 1380. Let's let everybody at home hear you, all the people that are here, right here in the plaza. Everyone that is circling the state house, honk your horns. This is day one. We want to retake the state of Rhode Island. Let me hear you, everybody. Let's hear those horns if you're listening right now. Look at all these cars that are parading around in American flags. Let me hear you if you still believe in democracy. Mike is exactly right. We are adults. Listen, this was a difficult situation. No one wants anyone to get the virus. But there's not going to be any state left if we keep these restrictions. And the tyranny. Let's hear it out there. Folks, if you're riding right now, wherever you are, and I'm speaking to the people on the radio, come down. Folks, you can hear all the horns. If you're listening in your car, let's hear you out in your car honking the horns. We have a nice crowd of people that are circling. We have a nice crowd of people out here. And, folks, this is all under one method, and that is we need to end this and start to loosen the restrictions. It's going on too long. The people need to be heard. Now, that was, again, Steve DeLore. Let's give him a round of applause. What a great speech. We don't want you to go bankrupt either, brother. We're with you. Loosen the restrictions. Now, folks, again, let's hear. Next up is Mike Penta. Let's give him a round of applause. How you doing, folks? Thanks for coming out. Partners in this. I'm the owner of a small construction company, very small, and two small restaurants. We have been struggling for the last two months, take out order, barely making the bills, trying to get uh, whatever we could to keep our place to work. That's only half of them to go. We've got a great, great employment package, unemployment package. They get the collective unemployment and the additional funds. It's everywhere around the state of Rhode Island. This $600 package is phenomenal. 
But if people don't understand, I can't get nobody to come back to work. They won't come back to work for three, four hundred bucks a week. They think it's me. I'm not the bad guy. It's the government that should be speaking and telling people to go back to work. I shouldn't have to build a bad relationship with my my workers. We have a love-love relationship. It's starting to fall apart. Thanks. The government should be doing it, not making me out to be the bad guy. We need to open up the businesses. Hair salons. Look at me. We need restaurants. We need to open. We need to bring the money in, the revenue in. We gotta go bankrupt. I'm ready to close one of them. We're ready to go bankrupt. Maybe even the second one. They give us a loan, a PPP loan. I don't know if you heard of that. The PPP loan looked great. Signed it, got it. I got eight weeks to spend it, but I can't open. I got to hire my people back, and it's got to go back to them. 75% of it has to go back to those people. Well, if they can't come to work, because I have no work, how am I supposed to pay the loan? If I don't do it according to their books and records, I got to pay it back. In two years, at $3,600 a month, I don't know how many money, I'm broke. So bottom line, we have to let the people make their choice. Come into the restaurant. If you can get thousands of people a day in Walmart, Lowe's, Home Depot, and etc. Why can't I put 25 people in my restaurant and we follow our safety measures? Huh? I need to bring in the revenue. I need to put people back to work. We need to open up the state of Rhode Island. I want to thank everybody for showing up. Thank you very much. All right, folks, there he is. Nice job. Let's hear it for him. This is one of our business owners, folks, trying to keep it going. Again, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro right now. Listen to all those horns. You can see the cars lined up. Wherever you're listening right now, switch your radio to 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Head down to the State House. Now, we want everyone to do this between now and 2 o'clock. This is your chance to send a message to Governor Raimondo. It's not enough. We need to loosen the restrictions. It's too slow. We need the people. We're going to lose all businesses. And number one, let's reopen the churches. Let me hear you out there. Wherever you are right now, you can get in your car, come down to the Rhode Island State House. This is your state. And a simple act. Listen to all those horns out there. Let's give them a round of applause. All the people that are riding around and walking the horns. This is the best we can do. Five people is too small. Let businesses open or there won't be anything left. Resist tyranny and restore hope. I love that sign. Let's give her a round of applause. I love that. I'm looking at some different signs. Gina, keep your oath. Let's hear that. Knock it off, Gina. Reopen Rhode Island. Folks, it makes no sense that Massachusetts is next door, and at a funeral they allow 25 people. Connecticut allows 50 people. And Rhode Island, just 10 people at a funeral. That's not the United States of America. And something else. When Governor Amundo starts thanking people, I want to start to hear the name President Trump when she's thanking people. Now, folks, again, it's a simple act to send your message to the governor. It's too slow. We're adults. Loosen the restrictions. Someone else with our next speaker. Let's hear from her. Barbara Holmes. Let's have a round of applause for Barbara Holmes. Folks, our next speaker is coming up. Again, it's John DePietro. We are at the uh, Rhode Island State House. And she's making her way up. And you can hear the horns in the background. And uh, well, if you stand on the step, it's better. There you go. Okay. Okay, folks. And again, uh, whoop. Hi, everybody. Yep. Are you glad to be here? Yes. I am, too. I'm Barbara Holmes Brackett, an ordained minister of the gospel and the sole member of a firm, Barbara M. Holmes, CPA, CFP, MS LLC. Madam Governor, I come here representing ministers of the gospel and as a self-employed certified public accountant. The churches, in addition to being an essential entity in our state, yes, perform a number of services that 
save the state government money. Many churches have line items in their budget for what we call benevolence. I know that because my practice specializes in nonprofit organizations, especially churches. These funds are used to provide help to families in our state to keep their utilities functioning, pay their mortgage, and provide food and clothing for their families. Ministers, council members, and others in biblical solutions to life's difficulties. Have you ever had a life difficulty and needed a minister to come along beside you? Yes. We are there when they are hospitalized or sick, grieving for a loved one, and creating families by performing weddings. This is important. This, of course, is in addition to other sacerdotal functions that we are more aware of. By the way, two of our granddaughters got married in the last month and a half, and one of them we could not attend. That should never, ever be. Churches are essential for many of the citizens in Rhode Island. Yes. Let me tell you a couple of situations that made my professions, because I have two, nearly impossible to perform properly due solely to the restrictions placed on our lives. is a pastor of a church located in Connecticut. In the last month, two of his siblings have died of cancer. Not COVID, cancer. The first was his sister, who lived in Upper State, New York. Not only did she love her brother, but looked to him as her pastor. He was asked to come and perform her funeral. The difficulty was that once he did that, we would have to quarantine for 14 days after returning. Of course, the decision to go was made. That's the only decision we could make. That meant after being there for less than two days, I returned having to tell my staff they could not come back to work for two weeks. That meant that during tax season, I had no one to answer the phone or perform any of the services as support staff. Also, the accounting and tax preparation staff could not, could not perform their duties. So the tax returns became further and further behind. This has resulted in some of my clients not being able to receive the CARES Act payments as they were needed. Also during this time frame, my husband's brother became critically ill. And he could not go to minister to him or perform the usual act of transporting him to treatments. He could not go to perform the funeral or comfort his brother's family. By the way, there were no COVID cases in New York where we went, and no one came down with the illness as the result of our travels. Ministers go to hospitals to visit sick and dying. It's part of the job description of the profession. We understand the risk every time we go to the hospital to pray for the sick or pray for them and lay hands on them so they will recover. We often pray for those in positions of authority over us. And I would like to do that for you now, Madam Governor, and those that you represent. We also request to be included in the team that decides how the, the state of Rhode Island will open as ministers. Each segment of the society 
represent different situations and segments of the society that make up our great state. If you will, bow your heads. Let's pray for our state, our governor, and all of the people who live here and call Rhode Island home. Father, we pray for protection from the current virus, which is causing sickness to many in our state. Thank you, Lord, for giving our governor and other members of our government wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to perform their duties following your word and the constitution of our state as well as the United States of America. Father, we ask that you bless them and you keep them. Be gracious unto them. Make your face shine upon them and give them your peace, both now and forevermore. In the name of your Son, Amen. Open up the state of Rhode Island. All right, folks, there she is. Pastor Barbara Holmes right here. Folks, let's hear it. A round of applause for the pastor. That was fantastic. Give her a round of applause. Again, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro. We are right now at the Rhode Island State House. Thank you, Mark. You can move that out a little bit. And we're going to swing that. No, no. Just, I'm going to swing that so when I stand. There we go. All right. We are uh, right now broadcasting on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. If you're listening in your car, you have a chance to come down here. Folks, let's face it. This is the only chance that we have for democracy is to let the governor know the restrictions have gone on too long. We need to reopen the state. Let's hear it out there. We're adults. Let's face it. It's tragic what has happened. Let's be reasonable, but we've learned. And the bulk of the death, 85% of the deaths in Rhode Island are in nursing homes, people over the age of 85. That's no reason to destroy our economy. We're Americans. Look at these American flags out there. Wave them proudly. If you're listening right now, you can come to the Rhode Island State House. This is a chance. And also, we need the General Assembly to come back in session. The people have to be represented. No one wants to get sick. No one wants the virus. But it is cruel and unfair to keep businesses handcuffed forcing people out of businesses, forcing them out of their homes. That is not the American way. Let's hear it out there. <laughs> Folks, you have a chance to make a difference. Now, right now, if you're listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or at Dipetro.com, this is your chance to come to the State House and let Governor Raimondo know it's going on too long. We have to loosen the restrictions open the churches and reopen the state of Rhode Island for the people. Let businesses enforce the guidelines. Let the people make their good choices. Now folks, let's bring them up. This is uh, one of the people that made today happen. Let's have a round of applause for Mark Smiley. Let's bring up Mark again. Folks, again, it's Sean DePietro and we're at the State House. Here he is. Let's listen to uh, Mark Smiley. What many of you may not know is that I'm an insurance broker that also makes me self-employed. You've probably heard that term. Folks, again, it's uh, John DePietro. We're at the Rhode Island State House, and uh, there's a huge line of cars. You have time to come down, and it's so simple. Because of the limit on the number of people that can congregate, you can get in your car and safely come down to the State House in Providence and ride around and you can hear the cars in the background and honk your horn. Now, there, the traffic is moving smoothly. It is flowing. Uh, it's a peaceful gathering. So you have some people that are out. We're in the front of the State House, by the way, the front of the State House. And it's all peaceful. There is uh, police security here. But there's a steady stream of Rhode Island cars and business owners that are upset with what's been going on with the state. And they want Governor Raimondo to uh, finally start to lift some of these restrictions and allow businesses to start to reopen. So now the governor uh, press briefing is coming up this afternoon at 1 o'clock. 
And so um, we will probably uh, carry that live. I want to go back now. The person you're hearing is uh, Mark Smiley. Again, um, he's uh, one of the organizers of the rally. Again, it's John DePietro. Right now, you have plenty of time. This is going to go on until 2 o'clock. Wherever you're listening now, you can get in your car. And this is your chance to say to the governor, this is going on too long. And the restrictions, it's not happening fast enough. Let It's not fear to the, the small stores. The box stores are open. So let's go back and uh, hear a little bit from uh, Mark Smiley with his uh, speech. Here it is. Here's uh, Mark Smiley. Folks, I'm actually uh, going to come back. It's a little difficult with the horns. I was in a nice, uh, quiet spot a little bit. But right now, I can uh, look out, <clears throat> and it's a good, steady stream. Now, the traffic is not, like, overbearing, but there are a good amount of people. And, again, everyone following the guidelines. There's plenty of police. This is a very, very successful rally. So, um, do we have anyone else? Oh, oh okay. okay. All right, folks, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. That's right, folks. And also, this is not fear to the kids. There's many a spring sports that could have gone on. You can social distance. It's not affecting the children, thank God. It's not fear to the college students. And also, this form of, of government where the governor decides everything and we just have to sit and, and wait for things to be decided, uh, none of it seems fair. Absolutely none of it seems fair. Again, that was uh, Mark Smiley. I want to say good afternoon to everyone who's listening on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let's also uh, bring up, we have another speaker, and it's, uh, let's have a loud round of applause for Mr. O'Coin. Here he comes. <laughs> Folks, and again, it's uh, John DePietro. We're at the Rhode Island State House. I'm taking my mask on and off. It's about time, yes! We, um, I sent out a letter a little over a week ago to Pastoral coin people, and I heard from back from over 25 churches uh, that agree with this letter. We want to be considered essential uh, services, and we'd like to be part of the strategy for reopening. So let me just read to you the letter that I wrote, and uh, let me just read it to you. Uh, Dear Governor Raimondo, our churches are thankful for your leadership during this COVID-19 crisis, especially in the beginning. We have been publicly praying for both yourself as well as all of our elected officials during our streaming services. You have been given an unusually heavy responsibility at this time, and the Bible encourages us to pray for you and all those in authority. Let me just say something here. Uh, When you actually think about it, that is a very heavy responsibility. Because you're talking about decisions that affect people's lives and loved ones. But just keep that in mind. As pastors and church leaders, we care deeply for the health and welfare of our congregations and our communities. We recognize the dangers and uncertainties surrounding this virus and have supported the extraordinary measures all of us are having to take. However, as you move towards reopening, we want churches to be considered as essential and included in this phase one of reopening. And I gave her a number of reasons why. Number one, our First Amendment rights are very clear. Uh, Our Constitution says it. Uh, Secondly, is we can work together as churches. How many of you are involved in something that's helping other people either eat or stay safe, right? Uh, We really can help one another. Churches do that really well. And then the third reason that it actually costs the state nothing. If you allow and encourage churches to do what we do best, loving people, helping people as Jesus taught us, um, you just can't replace that kind of care, and it costs the state nothing. So uh, last point is Governor Raimondo, church is essential for thousands upon of Rhode Islanders. Uh, we have done our best to temporarily adapt to these extraordinary circumstances. But with the statistics slowly changing and reopening is imminent, uh, we want to be included in that first phase. I can say this, most of our denominations or church fellowships, uh, we are constantly getting guidelines uh, for staying safe and helping people. So we're very aware of how to do it and do it in in a great way. Just in closing, it's hard to imagine a worship service with five people. You can't do it. 
five people is not a worship service and so many have already said this um, our churches are large enough that we can have 50 people just like a Walmart or a grocery store we can have 50 people and keep everybody at a safe distance can you say amen to that? So uh, other states are doing it. Uh, Massachusetts is allowing 25, Connecticut 50, Rhode Island is 10 or less. So we're asking her for a seat at the table so we can be involved in some of the strategic planning. Uh, you guys prayed for uh, our state there with Barbara. And uh, just, just keep praying. Amen? Amen. All right, folks, there he is, Pastor O'Coin. Folks, let's hear it for Pastor O'Coin. Let's hear it for him. He's exactly right. Again, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro. I want to say good afternoon to everyone that is in their cars, that are circling. Look around. We've had a uh, very, very good display. I want to thank Mark Smiley and Mark Zakaria. Let's have a round of applause for them, folks, trying to step forward and bring some balance to our government. Again, it's John DePietro. Now, listen, you can hear me on the radio at AM 1380, 99.9 a pound. This is going to go on until 2 o'clock. And also, let me say to the media that it is time to represent that not everyone is on board with Governor Amundo and all her restrictions. Let's hear it from the media that there are other voices out there that want the state to reopen, let the churches reopen. Let the people make decisions. That's what the country is about. Am I right? But follow the Constitution. Lift the restrictions. And also, stop threatening people. Governor Mundo, stop threatening people. If you want to help us, that's one thing. You want to give us instruction, that's one thing. But stop threatening people and law enforcement don't you dare give out fines to businesses of people not wearing masks. Let's hear it out there. This is the United States. Look at all these people riding around. What kind of future is this going to be? We need church leaders to stand up to the government and say we're going to reopen our churches for the people. And do it responsibly and safely the way everyone is spread out here today. Look at all these patriots circling the state house right now. Let's give them a round of applause. Everyone in their cars with their horns. Now, folks, again, keep it up. We need the General Assembly back. And make sure the media, make sure the media realizes that we don't want anyone to get sick. We're not talking about breaking the law. We're talking about made-up rules. Stop the restrictions. Stop squeezing small business. Help people. Stop threatening us. Help people survive. Help Americans. Help Americans. We don't need a dictatorship where people are, Governor, can I do this? Governor, can I do that? You don't need to ask. You have a brain. You're an American. You know what the hell to do. Am I right out there? Enough already. Stop talking to us like you're the principal in the room. We are grown adults. We know what's right. We know what's wrong. We get it. Washing hands, social distance, masks, we get that. But it's time to help the companies, the small businesses that make up this state. Am I right out there? We need to support them, not these big box chains. Or there's not going to be anything left. And we need to set example for the children. Children need to listen to their parents, not just the governor who's instructing them that she's the only authority. She's not the only authority. And we need the media to represent these things properly. Stop telling us that people are against President Trump. People support this president. And it's about time they realize that. So folks, thank you for coming out. I want to thank everyone that is out there right now that is riding around in their car and realize honk your horn. Honking your horn is a way to do it for freedom since we're not supposed to gather in big groups. But the fact of the matter is this is still, she may be in charge, but this is still the United States of America. All right, folks, again, when you're leaving, be peaceful. 
and uh, thank you for coming out. Make sure, again, the, the honking of the horns. Uh, I, that's as far as I know. That's the uh, extent of our program. That's what I've been told. I don't have the list of the. I don't have a list of uh, the speakers, folks. It's uh, John DePietro. We're going to go back. I'm going to go back to Mark Zakari if that's the case. But that's not on the list that I have. So again, folks, uh, it's John DePietro. So um, I went through uh, the list of people that I have. So and again, uh, right right now we're at the Rhode Island State House. And uh, we have a good crowd of people that are uh, broadcast, that are coming out and honking their horns. And um, it's been very peaceful. You still have plenty of time that you can uh, come down here. We are going to carry the governor's press briefing coming up next um, next hour. We are going to carry the governor's press briefing. I want to uh, thank a number of different people. Folks, it's been a little bit of a hectic uh, briefing, uh, a little bit of a hectic broadcast, but um, it, it's been a very, very good crowd that has come out to the Rhode Island State House, and the cars are circling. Uh, we were trying to do a Facebook Live, but the weather started coming down and the number of noise. It was uh, very, very difficult trying to pull that off. But again, remember, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. If you're in your cars right now, honk your horn as you're going by the State House. The governor is down the street getting ready for her press briefing at Vets Auditorium, which is the new spot. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingston. Town. It is Steve and uh, Debbie and Junior. What a beautiful uh, supply they have. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Also, folks, why not stop over as you're in your car? Remember Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, where they have that delicious Trump soda, and they also have the Trump uh, chocolate donuts, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. I was there yesterday getting some delicious food. So it's been a very, very good uh, turnout here today. Uh, the rally at the Rhode Island State House. This is going to go on until 2 o'clock, but coming up next hour, we're going to carry Governor Mendoza's daily press briefing in the new forum. She's now going to be um, in the Vets Auditorium across from the Rhode Island State House. And um, again, it was a very good crowd. You heard different business owners and you've heard uh, different uh, people making their cases. I feel terrible for the business owners that have been trying to, you know, you hear directly from them of exactly what could be done and the fact that, uh, that you know, you, this is... This is a matter that, you know, the different guidelines. You heard that restaurant owner who was saying that, you know, he's on the Warwick East Greenwich line and they have one set of guidelines and then you have another set of guidelines and it creates, uh, you know, a very difficult atmosphere for the business people. So, you know, that type of thing, I think that's something that the governor needs to recognize and the governor needs to uh, recognize that the loosening the restrictions is not enough. Listen, folks, you know, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We're right outside the Rhode Island State House where the uh, motorcade rally, the reopened Rhode Island rally is reopening. It's been a very good crowd, but it's been um, a very, very good crowd of people. And you can tell by that the amount of people that are upset with the way it the restrictions, how slow it's taking to lift them. You can hear chants of USA in the background, but a great number of people that are um, riding around the state house right now and circling the state house and uh, trying to make a statement that the restrictions need to be lifted. And so, very good job by Mark Smiley and uh, also Mark Zakaria. And they've done a very good job at this, folks. This is. This has been uh, far exceeded what they thought it was going to be as far as the amount of people that need to speak up and tell the governor that the restrictions are just moving too soon. Again, folks, good afternoon on this Monday. It's a different type of Monday without question. It's John DePietro. We're at the Rhode Island State House. This portion of the program is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Let them... Give you uh, a raise, call them, let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika, 353 
9300. It's Scott. It's Alex. Folks, give, let them give you a raise. Let them give a free consultation. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, right on Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence, 353-9300, 353-9300, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. And also, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today. It's going to be a bad tick season. Let's get rid of those termites and pests. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. 821-7800, 821-7800 for Winfield Termite and Pest Control. So, folks, it's Sean DePietro and coming to you from the Rhode Island State House, where you can hear in the background this uh, motorcade rally for people that want the restrictions lifted to reopen the state uh, is going on right now. It's 1256, and what we're going to do is at 1 o'clock, we're going to hear the 1 o'clock news. And then we're going to um, pick up Governor Amundo's daily press briefing. That's going to be coming up next hour. The governor did not have a press briefing yesterday uh, because of it was Mother's Day. And so the governor, all right, the governor did um, just sent like a, a, um, a, bre- a message out with her and Dr. Scott. Boy, you can really hear all those horns. Again, it's John DePietro. We're live outside the Rhode Island State House where it's been a nonstop motorcade. Folks, they're going in both directions. I've kind of went into the portico just so I'm uh, removed a little bit uh, from everyone, uh, just so you can hear the uh, horns. And this has been going on. And this is on a day that it's it started out beautiful this morning, and then suddenly it has turned into a drizzle. So most of the people are in their cars. There's still plenty of time. I know some people, you're listening right now, and you're saying, you know, Juan, what is it going to do if I'm just honking my horn? Listen to those horns. Those are people saying, Governor, reopen the state. Governor Raimondo, lift these restrictions. Uh, it's it's uh, too restrictive. That's what you're hearing right now of people that are saying uh, that they want to see these restrictions lifted, that it's just been too much. And that uh, there are things that could be lifted. So um, now, again, we'll see what the governor says. And it's also going to be interesting to hear, folks, whether or not if the governor uh, gives any type of report that maybe people weren't following the guidelines over the course of the weekend. Uh, that part, we don't know. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by It's My Health. Hey, stop in and see Marie. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. It's my health. And uh, right there, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, uh, the rain is starting to come down. uh, And actually, it's been a steady drizzle. It's John DePietro. And we're going to go to the... You can hear all the horns in the background. Everybody that's in their car right now listening on 99.9 FM or on AM 1380, honk your horn. It's been a steady stream of people, very, very successful, uh, very safe, I should say, motorcade rally to show their disapproval of Governor Mundo and exactly um, exactly what's happening as far as the uh, reopening of the state. So we'll see if the governor, I think she will address all the protesters. I want to thank everyone. Now, again, what we're going to do is we're going to do uh, the one o'clock news. You can hear an update in the one o'clock news. And then next hour, we will carry Governor Mundo's press briefing. Just as a note to uh, uh, our friend uh, Jeff, Jeff Camacho, I'm going to talk to Jeff during the course of the 1 o'clock news. But, folks, uh, it's to, it, it is a bit of wildly successful as far as the amount of cars that are out here. I want to say hello to everyone that is listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. It is your uh, right to protest and honk your horn as people have been circling the state house. And people, I can hear it now. Look at that. Honk your horn if you can hear me. Uh, people are going to be doing that until 2 o'clock this afternoon as people have come from all over the state. Right now it's 1 o'clock.